Peter says, cast all your anxiety on Jesus because he cares for you. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. These certainly are anxious, scary, and frustrating times in our culture. Um, This Monday, uh, we remember somberly of the mass violence that took place in our country over the weekend. Uh, We think of the men and women killed and harmed in the El Paso, Texas shooting. We think of the men and women killed and harmed in the Dayton, Ohio shooting. Uh, Others have brought to my attention that there were other smaller mass shooting events over the course of our weekend, one in Chicago and another one where three lives and about 16 others were injured, all in the name of protecting constitutional rights to bear arms while coming up with no structural um, changes to the way that we view gun ownership, uh, the possession of guns, the mental health of those purchasing and using guns, and the need for common sense um, filters uh, in place so that um, we can keep our communities and people safe. Now, all of that is confronted by the reality that we live in a world where evil is present and evil is real and evil seeks to do what evil does, and that is to bring fear and anxiety and destruction and pain. And evil's attempts at bringing our people and families and neighborhoods and communities and nations to their knees uh, is always what evil is after. But our God, who is strong, who is mighty in power, our God, who is entirely capable, uh, our God, who knows the end from the beginning, is still in charge, is still in control, and will still guide us in our response. Um, Doing nothing is no longer an option. Sitting back and waiting for policymakers to make decisions is no longer possible. Um, We must uh, seek the Lord's wisdom and direction, and we must resolve ourselves to get involved in making a difference uh, with this issue. Today we're moving on in our study of 1 Peter chapter 5. We're looking at verses 5 through 7. And I think these verses are relevant, um, particularly as we close in on verse 7. Uh, But before we get into the word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Um, We thank you, Jesus, that you are on heaven's throne, that you are the living Christ, that you reign and rule. And we submit ourselves to your lordship. Father, we pray for our country and the broken hearts of the families and loved ones affected by these ridiculous, completely senseless shootings and the harm and carnage and devastation they cause. 
Uh, We do pray for wisdom, O God, as a nation as we move forward towards solutions. We pray that you would guide us with all wisdom, that your strength and your uh, protection would guide, guard, and comfort all of us, and that we would have the courage, Lord God, to take a stand for life because you are the God of life. We can't be against guns and against other things that legally kill human life. And so, Lord God, we come before you acknowledging that if we uh, respect life in one way, we must respect life in all ways. And uh, you are a God who respects all life because you created it and help us to embrace the same attitude. Father, lead us as we heal. Lead us as we seek solutions. And help us, Lord, to have courage to act in the face of these terrible, evil, violent acts. Speak now also through your word, Lord God, as you're faithful to do. And we are hungry, we're ready, and we're listening. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Peter writes this in 1 Peter 5, um, 5 through 7. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I love Peter's encouragement at the beginning of this. Uh, He began chapter 5 by talking about the attitude of elders in the church, pastors who are leading congregations toward their flocks, and now he's talking about people in the church, specifically younger people, submitting themselves to the elders who have authority in their lives. Um, And he says uh, this is something younger people should do. They should submit themselves to elders within the church, elders in their families and communities, those who would have authority over them. Um, It is an act of submission. Uh, Young people are often full of ideas and full of energy and believe that they have the right solutions to all of the problems that have vexed and challenged previous generations. And Peter says, humble yourselves. (laughs) Listen to what the older people around you have to say. Uh, Submit to their leadership and authority. Clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Now I wonder if these comments were being triggered by a younger enclave of believers that were challenging and pushing and uh, being a bit prideful. And Peter wanted to remind them uh, to slow it down and to humble themselves, to put on humility and to uh, remember Uh, that their elders still have valid things to say and valid things to add to the conversation because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humility is achieved only through surrender. (laughs) You can't make yourself humble in the same way that you can't make yourself holy. Uh, Holiness requires surrender and so does humility. We are humbled when we realize the limitations of our knowledge and ability And we bow our knee in the presence of the one who is all-powerful and all-capable and all-wise. And we realize that we are none of those things. 
Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. It is only God alone who exalts when uh, we come in humble surrender and submission and we bow at Jesus' knee and we take our orders. Then God knows he's got a heart he can lift up. Um, And so let's strive to be men and women of humility. And finally, Peter encourages us in verse 7 to cast all our anxiety on him because he cares for us. You know, we carry the bag and burden and weight of our concerns often far longer than we need to. If we would just lay those things at the feet of Jesus, we would cast our anxiety on him. He will take it on for us because he cares for us. He doesn't want us carrying around the weight of the world. He didn't make us uh, sturdy enough to carry those things. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew, come to me all you who are weary (laughs) and uh, I will give you rest. My burden is easy and my yoke is light. And so he invites us into his rest. Peter reminds us that we are invited to lay our burdens at the feet of Jesus because he is more than capable of handling them. And so whatever burdens us today, and I'm sure that we are all burdened by our national situation and the wake of these recent shootings, And I'm sure that we all carry plenty of our own burdens uh, as well. Peter's advice is to cast those things on Jesus because he cares for us. Do you trust that? Do you believe that he does? I bet it's hard to lay those down if you don't really trust that he cares for you. But he does. And he invites you to do it. And so let's do that today, my friends. Trusting that God alone is capable and he is always, always willing. Thanks for taking time out of your day to study and continue to pray for our nation and its leaders. And let's all resolve that we will advocate in whatever way we can uh, for a less violent, more loving society as we move forward from these events. God bless.